0: A lot of great things coming to Rock Hill. It really was the people of Rock Hill. How many things does Rock Hill have going on? And you get to be a part of that. Now it's like, wow, I want to be there. I want to live there. I want to go there.
1: It is extraordinary. The changes that have happened and what I really believe is just the next really great city in South Carolina.
0: Hello and welcome into Rock Hill CityCast, where we came to keep you informed on all things going on inside the city of Rock Hill. My name is Matthew Craze. We record upstairs here at City Hall alongside co-host Oriana Moore. And in-house today, we have former, former City Councilwoman Kathy Pender of Ward 2. And Kathy, we get the privilege, maybe not the first, but we get to talk to you shortly after your time uh, leaving City Council. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I want to talk about you first and just let the guests get to know you. Uh, Tell us a little bit about where you're from, uh, a little bit about, you know, where you grew up and uh, maybe where you went to college and then how you ended up on city council briefly.
1: All right. Well, I have now been in Rock Hill for 40-ish years. Okay. Long time. So it's almost like I'm from Rock Hill, but I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia Uh, had three brothers and a sister went to schools there Uh, went to Georgia State University Mm -hmm. majored in journalism um, and uh, lived in several other places Uh, worked in uh, Little Rock Arkansas and Mobile Alabama and then my excuse me my husband's job transferred him to uh, Rock Hill South Carolina and so that's I I came with him and uh, with our two children and I've been here ever since.
0: Awesome. Well, before we get into your story relating to Rock Hill, we'll pause it there for a second. Uh, we have some fun questions to ask you. So these are just this or that. Uh, I want to get to know how you operate. Uh, so we're going to put a minute on the clock and mm-hmm. you're going to do as many as you can. Sound good? Huh? What's your favorite place to go on vacation?
1: Fripp Island, South Carolina.
0: Do you have a favorite type of sandwich? No. When you go to the grocery <laughs> store, do you prefer regular checkout or self-checkout?
1: Uh it depends on the lines and Let's say many, the lines are equal. Oh, uh, how many things I have in my basket, mm. but yeah.
0: Uh, are cups in your cupboard right side up or upside down? Both. <laughs> Dogs or cats? Dogs. At Christmas, does your family open up all gifts at once or do you go one at a time?
1: Oh, one at a time. Pass them around, boo and all.
0: (laughs) Uh, Favorite meal of the day, breakfast, lunch, or dinner?
1: Mm, Dinner, but really I like them all, but dinner.
0: Uh, Favorite thing to eat for dinner?
1: Oh, goodness. I like a lot of different foods. I'll just say what I had last night, which was gumbo Uh,
0: ketchup on eggs, yes or no? No. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No. And is a hot dog a sandwich? Of course. All right, that's our minute. <laughs> Kathy, you, you mentioned that you moved to Rock Hill because of your husband's job. Uh, tell us about maybe your first few years here and how you really ingrained yourself in the community.
1: Well, my first few years here, I had um, preschool children, baby. So I got involved in things to do with uh, children, Uh organizations that uh had activities for children went to all the parks the great parks we have here in rock hill and york county um got involved in a church that was real important to our family and um so those were the kind of things that we did to uh, learn about our community and, and become a part of the community
0: and so when was the transition where you thought maybe hey you know, I, I feel like I know enough about Rock Hill. Uh, I, I want to get involved. I want to run for city council. What, what happened there?
1: You know, I think it was a, an a evolving process. I, I mentioned that I was a journalism major. And so when I was uh, first out of school and married and every time we moved to a town, I'd get a job at the newspaper uh, and usually covering city government of some sort. Sometimes when we lived in Little Rock, I covered a small town, North Little Rock. And, uh, you know, I remember going to sewer commission meetings and uh, just various meetings. And at some point in those, I thought, I'm not sure I like sitting over here being quiet and not expressing an opinion. So uh, once we had been in Rock Hill for a little while, and I'd been involved in a lot of civic organizations, An opportunity arose on the Rock Hill School Board. I just, uh, my kids were getting into school. I started paying attention to the school board and there came a time when none of the incumbents were running and it seemed like a really good time to throw my hat in the ring and and to get involved at that level.
0: So uh, around uh, what year did you join the school board?
1: Oh Gosh, it was the early nineties I think yeah early early 90s because i served there for 14 years before joining the uh, city council
0: yeah so we'll, we'll start there school board what are some of the highlights you remember some of the things you remember debating some of the things that you helped bring to rock hill the school uh, district
1: those were the times of um pretty large growth in the school district uh building of schools we uh one of the most um uh interesting maybe be stressful times was uh when we were deciding whether or not to build a third high school or whether to uh, greatly enlarge the ones we had or build a ninth grade academy we had a big uh, citizens uh, group that task force that looked at those various issues and studied them and came forth with um, thinking that it would be best for our students to have a third high school Uh, and so that was a, that was actually another, a time that I also got involved in the larger community and began to understand how our schools are also, uh, impacted by cities and vice versa. So, um, that was one of the main things.
0: So you're responsible or partially responsible for, I guess that was South Point, correct?
1: Absolutely. Yes, that was, uh, and that was a controversial thing. Believe it or not, there were people then, uh, A lot of different opinions as you can imagine and uh, there were some people who thought well we should just enlarge the the high schools we have so we can stay in the higher uh, bigger school level of sports and um, you know there were actually people advocating saying well we might not have good football teams anymore and uh, (laughs) I I think that has not proven to be the be the case Uh, but there were those were the kinds of things I tell you, one other thing I'll say that I, I that was really important to me on on the school board was to be supportive uh, and to be supportive of our of our employees and teachers and encourage them to be leaders in the community uh, educational leaders and to realize that um, they have such an important job and role not just with our children but also with parents and just in the fabric of our community and um, That was something that was really important to me then
0: as it turns out that high school you helped uh push for has won a lot of state championships over the past two decades
1: (laughs) i was also going to add that i went to that high school wonderful (laughs) So how about that that? yeah and even the uh, once we decided to build a third high school the location was heavily debated uh, whether it would be where south point is now or Um, out in some other area we spent a lot of time looking at property and but the there were segments of the community that were really really wanted it to be where South Point is and I I think South Point has turned out to be a great school
0: so you're in the school district you know you you helped with bring the new high school and um, you said you started to learn how the district connected to the city government You, you know kind of on a got your feet wet What led to that next jump?
1: Um, Well, I got to know Doug Eccles because I sat down with he he and then the uh, county council chair when we were talking about funding mechanisms to upgrade the Cherry Road corridor and the landscaping and all that's that that is there. So that helped me become aware of the larger community and um, just how you get things done um, and once again maxine gill who had represented ward 2 well for a number of years uh was retiring from council and just seemed like a good next move i'd been on city, on the school board for 14 years and just was ready to try something a little different
0: so this is about uh, early 2000s yes okay yes. and uh Walk us through what you remember about uh, the election process and being elected that very first time.
1: Oh, wow. Well, you know, when I I ran for school board, we ran, first of all, at large, which meant the whole school district. And for most of that time, you ran, uh, people got to vote for three different people. So when I, a lot of my experience was not running head-to-head with Mm. someone, so that was something really different when I ran for city council. Um, There were two other people running and I just jumped in. If I was going to do it, I was going to do it all the way and I I benefited from knowing a lot of people and having people that believed in me and were willing to work with me and introduce me around and I knocked on doors, put out signs, uh, spent some money, uh, just worked really hard to uh, tell people what I would be about and my um, dreams and aspiration for the city of Rock Hill to be the best city it can be.
0: Was this like a last second victory or did you pull away pretty comfortably?
1: I actually I pulled away fairly comfortably considering that there were two other people running but so there was no runoff I you know got 50 something 50 plus at least one maybe 56 50, seven percent of the vote that go around
0: so what all falls under Ward two
1: uh ward two kind of starts at the corner of cherry road and uh oakland avenue and goes out toward india hook okay includes uh some of the larger neighborhoods uh heathwood and then you know the city limits kind of ebbs and flows out in that direction. But uh, then you turn right out India Hook, uh, all the neighborhoods where you cross it, uh, Ebonport Road, all Mm. the neighborhoods there toward Cherry Road. Or if you leave uh, Winthrop and go out Cherry Road, it's a lot of the neighborhoods between Cherry Road and India Hook and then goes all the way out to the river, out Mount Gallant to uh, neighborhoods like Gallant Meadows, Richmond Drive, all those so um, when you first started City Council, what were some of the goals that you wanted to accomplish for War Two? Some of the goals that I had were, um, I guess, large goals, uh, more of a, a vision. My vision for the city would be that um, I think there's some essential city services that we need to make sure that we provide them in a way that people get good value for their money. Um, I do think all the so many of the I mean basic services things that people don't think about coming from the city from your water your power uh often roads parks uh, if you're going to do something I, my uh attitude is you do it as well as you can and uh, and so good value for the money and the effort were important to me uh and I I thought i still think we should be a city that values uh all of our residents and that we as on city council we try to my vision is as that you try to represent the whole um and in particular your ward and the people in it and but also what strengthens one area usually strengthens another area and in the beginning on city council i had many of my supporters who lived in Ward 2 encouraged me in that the entire having a vibrant successful city was important to the people that i represented as constituents as well as uh, just being the right thing for the whole community
0: how difficult was it through your stretch on city council being of the community and for the community and so here's what i mean by that Mm -hmm. you know you're, you're a part of the community. I'm sure you have friends who live in each of these different wards and even in the little uh, pockets that are outside of the city. Uh, but you're also, you know, speaking on behalf of your constituents, you're up debating different topics. And I'm sure there are times where you were able to make your friends happy, but in times where, you know, your friends weren't so happy with the decision that you made. And so I, I feel like that kind of that public forward facing figure can Put you personally in some tough spots how difficult was that balance
1: you know that's i didn't find that difficult mm. I, I hear what you you say and maybe it m- made a difference that um i don't didn't i don't have a um, a job where i was making a lot of money for a company or um, a certain type of business that was on me <laughs> a lot um so i found yes i i, I did Yes, there were times that individual people and friends disagreed with me. Um, That's to be expected. I mean, anytime if you're sitting around the dinner table uh, and have a real conversation with people, you're going to be on different sides. So I really took seriously the need to explain, be able to explain to people why I was doing making the decisions I was making. And I find that if you're doing that in a way that um, you really are trying to make the whole stronger. Um, that most people understand that even if in that moment they they disagree with that for their own neighborhood or whatever. But in general, I think we we really I also think we've worked hard on Council to be responsive to neighborhoods and that's not something that's just in Ward 2. Uh, and I think strong neighborhoods are something we value in Rock Hill. And so it's kind of a balance, don't you think? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, we, need, we have to have a strong business community. Uh, jobs are of utmost importance. Safety in our community is important. But uh, so if you're trying to get a balance of that, uh, I, I think that's really a, an important thing to go for is that kind of balance where you're not just leaning, you know, you're not just so uh, involved with one aspect of the community that, that that's all you push to the exclusion of making it a great community really to work and play and live and raise your children, go to school. And I, I don't know how long y'all have been in Rock Hill, but but I think it's important too for younger people to have things that attract them here that they want to stay here so i think that's another thing i've worked on on council of having those strong neighborhoods and strong businesses so you can find a job and also though a a vibrant place that has interesting things going on and interesting people so that you want want to stay
0: here when you hit the bullet points of your time on council what are some of the noteworthy uh topics or resolutions or ordinances uh that you remember or that come to mind
1: i'm sure i'll leave a lot out because i'll will tell you the city of rock hill is a busy place and uh a lot a lot happens but um i think the one thing that is a stark difference is down the road at university center you know if you've been here very long you can remember when that was uh, there was burnt out buildings there. There was a huge fire that um, made things even worse. So the fact being a part of some decisions that helped kind of set the table so that um, private developers could come in and um, make a real difference, make that a center of commerce and fun uh, and housing. uh, That I think that's a major Um, accomplishment for you know I'm one vote of seven and and a lot of work other than the votes but uh, it is true that sometimes you know that fourth vote is really important and um, so I think that's an important thing that's happened in my time on council So um, like you said, a lot has happened in Rock Hill over the years, and there's a lot of growth and changes, and I'm sure you had to make a lot of decisions, um, important decisions. Was there someone in your career who you could look up to or someone who was like a mentor who guided you through your time on city council? You know, really so many that it's hard to um, name just one, but we as a community have been blessed, I think, by really uh, good leaders, both in uh, on at the staff in our staff and our employees, um, city managers that I've worked with. I've learned so much from and been so impressed with the energy and uh, creativity and integrity of the work they do. And so I have been inspired by them. I've been inspired by um, many of our fellow council people and uh, mayors that I've worked with. The first time I ran for city council, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. First time I ran for school board, Betty Jo Ray was uh, the mayor. And I remember going to visit her and how uh, she was just so welcoming and so supportive and helpful in uh, kind of guiding me and telling me uh, how to get some things done. And I'm really appreciative of that um i don't uh, Osby roddy uh i think he's been on our minds lately because he just passed away and i uh, served with him on council for gosh i don't know 14 years maybe 10 years 14 and just a man of a, a very quiet leader and I, I think that's important also sometimes we think you know you have to be the loudest person in the room uh, to be a leader and uh, I think he was such a role model of being a servant leader and listening uh, and, and being probably the last one to speak, but uh, a lot of wisdom and intelligence and a lot of emphasis on uh, representing the whole of Rock Hill. And uh, so relationships with people like him and others that I wouldn't have met otherwise have really uh, enriched my service and what I've been able to do and really enriched my life so uh, i think it's uh, been a great thing
0: you you said you started in the early 2000s i came to rock hill in 2012. i think Mm -hmm. oriana said before that she's a rock hill lifer if i may fantastic um that period or at least since i've been here in 2012 you you know oriana used the word growth that's the word that everyone seems to use uh was it it seems like that's true have you uh, has that been true for you and when do you feel like that uh the growth if you were to try to pinpoint an area it's like oh this is really when it started or started to take off uh maybe it was a moment or something that went up that was built i guess to rephrase it it's been it was been happening since i got here was it happening before that
1: yeah i think it was the time that i was on the school board obviously um, looking at the third high school we'd had a lot of uh, growth in our student population and uh, we're trying to plan for the future but i'd say we we've had a steady growth actually Mm -hmm. Um, i'm curious really what Oriana might say about (laughs) that uh, having grown up here and um, gone through the schools Um, but one one for many years, uh, even before I was on city council, people talked about what can we do to make downtown come back? How can you make that grow? And um, council worked hard on that before I got on, and I tried some things. I have to give them credit for the courage to try um, and things that were undone, had to be undone late undone later. But um, actually a really great sign was when the first apartments were built on main street Uh, and i think that was a time when people began to go oh downtown live downtown a restaurant downtown oh let's do that were
0: those the anderson's or was there actually
1: it was the one um on main street okay above what's now uh is it rock Rock hill coffee roasters Mm, okay uh above there were the very first ones right there where the freedom uh, walkway walkway is um Yeah, I think that was uh, one growth period. But I also think that during during all these years, we've grown, but we've tried not to grow too fast to keep it. uh, To keep it manageable. So um, I think another thing uh, in thinking about Freedom Walkway, uh, I think that's another we've had uh, we've been blessed by a lot of civic leaders and um, some uh, uh, and council in, in support of remembering our past. Uh, and I think those have been real, for me, real turning points. As I look at the Freedom Walkway and uh, the beautiful art that's there and also the sentiments. Uh, I can remember when uh, Doug Eccles and uh, Judge Hayes uh, did the things to uh, what ta- uh, the Friendship Nine uh, that ceremony we had to apologize to them essentially for um things that had happened a long time ago and I think those have been real building blocks for the kind of community that so many of us here are trying to create
0: when you look back on your time on council now that it's done uh what what uh kind of things we'll start here what kind of things will you miss what kind of things won't you miss
1: I'll miss the people I miss the the um, the conversations and the learning from young people like I would put both of you in that category Um, and and just all the the um, I have great respect for the people that are present every day getting the work done it's very important whether you're running schools or running the city um, I, I will miss seeing that up close and personal
0: and what won't you miss i think i could probably answer this one for you but we'll see if we're on the same page you go ahead
1: oh um probably being in long meetings that was it
0: (laughs) ding (laughs) ding (laughs) (laughs) ding
1: i won't i won't miss that i won't miss um always thinking about the next election Mm. uh even though you know uh some some people in political circles would say, ah, oh, it's a breeze running for city council because it's every four years and not every two, like some. But um, I have always tried to do what I thought was the right thing for um, my constituents and for um, to build a good community. But it always is in your mind um, when you're uh, relating to people and going to things uh, that, yes, you want people to continue to elect you if you think you're doing a good job Uh, so I won't miss that and really in addition to meetings just all I take seriously the responsibility of being present at things and knowing what's going on and that means going to a lot of civic events and special events at night Uh, and I so I won't miss those (laughs) I mean I will Mm -hmm. I will miss them but I won't miss the time the time Yeah. yeah
0: How did you know it was time to step away?
1: Mm. Probably that, uh, having less enthusiasm for mm. getting out all the time mm-hmm. uh, and constantly being on the go. And um, that's what I, I think is important and what I expected of myself. And so uh, that's probably the main thing right there, yeah um so knowing all that you know now all of the things that you've learned over the years uh, being on city council what is one thing that you would go back and tell yourself when you first started something that you think you should have known then that you know now I think there are time I would say be bold speak out um and have confidence cool I think it's easy for some of us to second guess ourselves and uh but yeah I think those Be bold and have confidence.
0: And we probably buried the lead here, but how many years were you actually on city council? I I know we we have the general time period, Uh, but-
1: 20 years. 20 years? Mm -hmm. 20 years from, I guess that's 2003 to 2023.
0: Is there anything that we've missed, Oriana, any other questions or anything you'd like to add?
1: Oriana? Well, that's all for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, mostly It, it has, on balance, it's been a blast. And um, I am very grateful that people trusted me uh, to represent them. It's been fun.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for coming to join us here on Rock Hill City Cast.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill City Cast. Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.